T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us now on the uh, Harbor One Hotline, it is the time for the Midweek Clubhouse Report with our friend Rob Bradford, brought to us by McFarland Energy, close friends of Rob Bradford. McFarland Energy, greater Boston and Cape Cod's choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlandEnergy.com. Uh, Bradford, good morning. And uh, Keith and I were just talking about deep dish pizza. I know that you're an awakened guy as well. Do you dare allow yourself to have a slice in, in uh, Chicago or do you stay away? Well, first of all, top of the McFarland to you guys. And um, let me just tell you this. The other night, I, uh, I met up with our, our good friend Joe Kelly, and he convinced me to actually partake in the deep dish pizza for the first time in years upon years. And I felt so, I felt so guilty. I felt so guilty, but it was so good. It's like I have fried clams once a year, and I will do this once a year. Those two things are worth it. I'm with you. Bradfoe, I saw on Twitter that you were going to be speaking with the world's hottest hitter later today. Trevor Story is going to be on the Bradfoe show. Uh, what yeah. are some of the What are some of the questions you have for uh, Story, who has turned it around better than anybody that I can I can never remember? Well, the biggest question is why he doesn't have his own signature shoe. Yes, right. I mean, this is he's a huge sneakerhead, and he's a better player than Francisco Lindor. And so why don't you have your own signature shoot? People want to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, it's, you know, what to feel like to be booed and, and how you turn it around and all of that. But, yes, the timing is very good, as all is the case usually with all Brad Foe show guests. Do you think, Story, from what you do know about him? Yes, yeah, the, the Brad Foe show Brad guests. Yeah, how, how, the John, how John Anderson of yeah. Brad Foe to slide that in there. That was good. That would be a John <laughs> line. Joining Joe Kelly and others. As, uh, <laughs> now, from what okay. you I, was there was there was there a more written about person the other day no. in baseball than Joe Kelly? No, Tim Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Josh Donaldson. That's right. Maybe. Okay. Did Trevor okay. Story strike you as somebody who would sort of understand why the fans booed him, or would he be like, "Screw you guys! Like you you, you didn't give me a chance, and now I'm hitting the snot out of it. Don't cheer me now. You can all go to hell." No, I think he totally understands. And I think that that whole thing, when he struck out four times and went hitting for two hours and didn't talk to the media, he had no idea. Like, I've seen guys duck out from the media when they haven't been going well or they have a bad game. Uh, This wasn't the case. I mean, he just had no idea. I think it was just miscommunication. He's the type of guy, being around him a little bit now, that he's going to stand up there. You know, and I use the example all, uh, a few different times where, you know, Alex Cora was the best at it, he, the absolute best. And not only in terms of 
him standing in front of the media and understanding that dynamic of accountability, even like he would miss a bunt and he'd be out in front of his locker like a Buckingham Palace guard, you know, <laughs> ready to answer questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm and, and so, but he was also really good about telling his teammates. I remember Eric Gagne was his buddy. Eric Gagne bailed out after blowing a save, and, and Cora was the one who said, no, you can't do that. you got to stand there. I don't think Cora needed to do that with Story because Story gets it. I think it's just it this miscommunication. Rob Bradford, WEEI.com with Gresham Keefe. He joins us on the Harbor One Hotline, and he's also brought to us by McFarland Energy. I asked Keefe this question, Brad Foe. I pose it to you. Better turnaround after a slow start, Nick Pavetta or Trevor Story? Ooh, good one. Excellent. That's as good as my over-under on Jason Tatum at 30 the other night, taking the over and hitting by one. Um, <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> uh, better turnaround, Nick Pavetta or Trevor Story. I think that I'm going to go with Trevor Story because I, I think that was more dramatic. Now, obviously, Pavetta wasn't good, but Pavetta had been in Boston. Pavetta had done, this, done his thing on this stage in the playoffs. So you felt like, okay, you know, it's been a few starts, but he, there's a possibility he's going to turn it around. Now, he's been really, really good. But with Story, you know, we, we talked about it on this, on this show. Like, this guy, it was trending in a terrible direction. Like, when you're bringing up Carl Crawford, you know, you know it's not going well. And then all of a sudden, you're talking about, what, six home runs in five games, more RBIs in baseball by a long shot in the last week. Like, all of it. And, and, and as I said to you guys, once again, I was prescient saying that it was non-negotiable that Trevor's story hit. Like, this was the guy that needed to hit. Kike Hernandez after the game, that's exactly what he said. What's the difference? Trevor's story. He makes the world go round when it comes to this lineup. Uh, Rob, am I just being a honk in thinking that we underestimated Trevor Story switching leagues as a part of the slow start, or is that just pie-eye-in-the-sky excuse-making? Oh, I mean, listen, you don't want to make excuses in any way because it is what it is. You know what you're getting into. you got to get – but we can go down the laundry list of, of reasons why Story got off to a bad start. I don't know if switching leagues is the biggest thing because – you know, there's so much crossover in the leagues. It's not like the old days. But I do think that sort of this disjointed start that he had, uh, that factored in. And I, and I also do believe, I'm a big believer of this, which is when you switch teams for the first time, especially when you're a big-name guy, you have to find that moment. You have to find that, like, that level of acceptance. And, and there's guys that say, yeah, I hit the home run that day, and boom, there it was. Like, I think Story had that about a week ago, and it, it, it's like the monkey off the back. I mean, that's, that you can see it. He's playing a completely different all around ever since that. I do think that that's a big part of it. If Trevor Story finishes the year with, you know, 30 home runs, 100 RBI, a good OPS, you know, like, like he had a few times in Colorado, does that make it easier for the front office to not re-sign Xander Bogarts? Yeah, I mean, it's science, right? I mean, it's, it, it just makes too much sense. And they'll say no, and one has no, nothing to do with the other. But I'm not saying that they signed Trevor Story because of this was the main reason that you got leverage for Xander Bogart, but you're covering yourself. And so if it doesn't work out with Xander, 
then, yeah, you have the next guy until Marcelo Meyer, whoever else, a couple of years down the road. So, yeah, I mean, of course it makes it easier. We had this conversation like a few weeks ago where you're like, oh, man, this is not trending well for the Red Sox. It is trending really well for Xander. Mm-hmm. Like, Xander's still going to make his money, but for the Red Sox, this is peace of mind saying, well, if it doesn't work out, we feel pretty good about the player that we're going to have that shortstop next year. Rob Bradford, WEI.com, here with Gresham Keefe. I know right now on WEI.com, Rob, there's a story up about Rafi Devers not engaging the Red Sox in extension discussions. Is that pure business? Uh, how do you read that just in terms of Rafi not really wanting to talk turkey during the year? Well, obviously, you know, the Globe get the quote from Bogarts about a week and a half ago about saying, hey, you know what, I'll be open to it. And then his agent said no. You know, he would not open. Scott Boris is saying, I like you personally, Xander, but we're waiting. Um, but, 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 you know, with, with Devers, so I just was like, well, no, one, I don't think anyone's asked Devers about this. Did he change his mind? Because we know that at the end of spring training, he said, I'm not talking to I'm not talking to their season. And, and so I just asked him this yesterday and he said, no. You know, it ended at spring training. No, nothing's changed. I'm not talking. I mean, he did it in a very affable way and like with a smile on his face. It's like no ill ill will toward the team or anything. But he was like, no, this is my approach. And so I think that, you know, with Devers, it's sort of along the lines of Mookie. I get a lot of Mookie from him. Oh, yeah. Where it might, you don't get the, like, the, the outward, it's a business, it's a business, it's a business. But I do feel like Devers has dug in on understanding how the business works, what he should be comp to, how the thing might play out, all of that. Like he isn't just – I think Xander is more of, a, of the yoke of, hey, I really love to play here, and if you come close, I'm probably going to sign. I think Devers is more business-related in understanding how this sort of thing might play out. Now, it's hard to know – because I don't think they're going to come flat out and say the answer, so we may not know until it actually happens. But do you think Hein Bloom and the and the whole front office is willing to give any player, say three hundred and fifty or four hundred million dollars, whether it's Devers or somebody else? Like, is that just something where they have a line in the sand on that, or would they be willing to go that high? I mean, it's impossible to answer, but all we can do is go by what they've done to this point. And, you know, obviously they signed Story, but Story, I mean, that's $140 million. I mean, that's right. not $300 million. No. Devers is a completely different conversation. And as we said, like, if you're Devers, you start with a Machado contract, 26 years old, 10 years, $300 million. Like, you start there if I'm Devers. So does, does Bloom do that? You know, I mean th- – the, the weird thing is, is that this, it comes also back to what we talked about, I think, last week, which was ownership. Where's ownership fall on this? Mm-hmm. Because if ownership is letting Bloom just do his thing, my guess is that he wouldn't do a deal like that. That's my guess. It's the whole you don't run isolation for a third baseman argument. You know, one player at that price making up that much of the payroll isn't worth it. That's my guess. Yeah. But – Ownership, I have to imagine, has to step in at some point, particularly if Bogarts doesn't work out, and really say, hey, listen, you know what? we gotta, we got to change the approach just. we got to tweak a little bit because it's the business side of things. The, again, that's my complete guess, but I think that that's certainly a path that they could go down. 
Uh, Rob, when the Red Sox get to 500 eventually here, whether it's at the end of this series or heading into this, you know, run of just awful teams they're going to play, uh, will, will it kind of feel like a weight lifted off their shoulders? You're kind of around this group. Will there be like a, a less pressure on this team once they finally get back to par? Oh, they already feel it. They know they're going to come to get 500 soon here. They know it. I mean, basically, Cora referenced that, I think, before the game yesterday or after the game. He said, you know, we're just about there. And what, what he's talking about is 500. So, and then, and then you, 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 you talk about being around the team and the vibe. Like, it was striking to me, like, being outside the clubhouse door. It's, you know, like 11 o'clock at night Chicago time after this just mundane blowout, and you can hear, like, this rhythmic clapping and this dancing. I'm like, doesn't everyone want to go home? Like, what's going (laughs) on? But, but, you know, you you do feel in there like, okay, you know what, they feel really good about themselves right now, and barring unforeseen circumstances, you know, I think they've sort of found themselves in what they want to be. And now it's on them for it taking this long, but still, as we sit here right now, that's the vibe. Were uh, were you and other writers in there to see that? Like, were you and Pete Abe and all these others trying to figure out what this uh, rhythmic dancing is? A lot like, uh, you know, in a movie with the African anteater dance and stuff like that for the Can't Buy Me Love, that's, I think it was. That's exactly what I did. I burst through the door. I said, have you ever seen Can't Buy Me Love? I mean, to everybody, and they said, what are you talking about? I said, the Patrick Dempsey classic. Yes. The African Andrew dance. Yes. Um, no, I, I, I did, was not able to get to the bottom of it, but it did remind me, and I wrote this. So back, in, this is dating myself, but 2007, Hideki Okajima, they had the Okie Dokie song, and the, the song Okie Dokie, you can Google, it's worth a Google, and, and they were playing in a rain delay in Chicago in that same locker room where this blaring okie-dokie song dancing around. But, you know, it's, when you ask guys about it, when you go in there and you say, hey, you know what, what were you doing? Like, they're going to downplay it. They do not want, I don't think, people to let them in behind the curtain right now. It's like the money gun thing. You know, you ask, you ask players about that. They're like, yeah, it's just a thing. Ask this guy, ask that guy. Like, they're insulated to this world. And there is definitely an element on this team, and I don't, I'm not saying this is right, of like, we told you, we told you, we told you, which my answer to that would be, well, when you're terrible, you can't really tell us. You can't just assume. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. But, 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 you know, listen, this is the, it's the Patriots did this for years, right? Hey, you know, like, nobody believed in us. Well, here's the ESPN experts. Everybody believed in you. So, um, but there definitely is that sort of vibe coming out. And listen, whatever. I mean, that's how it works, right? So good for them. Rob Bradford, WEI.com. He's on the road with the Red Sox. Check out all his work at uh, .com. Thank you, friend. Hey, Thank Rob. you, Rob. We'll see you. All right, guys. I'll see you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.